0: I'm your host, Gil Martin, I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today and a happy Morning for Islander fans as the Islanders defeat the New York Rangers 2 to nothing at Madison Square Garden, Simeon Varlamov with 30 saves to earn his third shutout of the season. We will break it all down for you and tell you uh, two really big things that uh, are very positive signs for the Islanders coming out of this game, and boy, now after the five-game winless streak... The Islanders have a two-game winning streak, and they're looking to build on that. If you've got something Islanders-related that's on your mind, a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss, feel free to email the show, the email address, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and tell us where you're from, like uh, Bob from Massapequa, we're more than happy to mention you on the air when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind, you could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars N Y R V S N Y I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. So, a two to nothing hockey game, a win for the New York Islanders, and two two big things that really struck me about this game. Actually, before that, again, the ice uh, at Madison Square Garden last night, not great. And you saw a number of players falling down and the puck bouncing a lot. So uh, it, it seems to be, and and I'm not sure if COVID has anything to do with this. Uh, maybe the crews aren't as uh, full as they normally are when they're maintaining the ice, But that seems to be an issue all throughout the league so far. I mean, almost every game the Islanders have played, the ice has been less than ideal uh, so far. And you just don't like seeing that. You don't want the quality of the ice to be something that really decides a hockey game when push comes to shove. So hopefully that improves. You know, you can't say it's because it's hot and humid outside, like you did in August of last year. But uh, overall, uh, the ice was indeed a problem. But second of all, here is the thing. This was a well-played hockey game that was the Islanders' style of hockey. And this is really one of three points I wanted to make about this game. You look at the final shots on goal, 30 To 30, and yeah, that is, uh, you know, not the tightest checking game you've ever seen, but at the same time, uh, if you look at the shot chart at the end of the day, the New York Rangers had uh, some good chances down low, but most of their chances coming from the blue line and just inside the blue line and from the circles on out, and when they had better chances, uh, Simeon Varlamov was fantastic. But the Islanders, what you didn't see, and it's something that bothered the Islanders or hampered the Islanders during that five-game winless streak, you didn't see a lot of turnovers coming out of your own zone. You did not see the Rangers with their faster players skating with lots of space through the neutral zone and being able to get on the attack with a lot of speed and space and momentum. You did not see that very often, if at all, in this game. The defensemen were positionally sound. The forwards came back and were playing good defense and responsibly picking up the players that they needed to pick up in their own zone. And I guess for the lack of a simpler way to put it, that's the way the Islanders want to play hockey. The Rangers, they're a younger team, they're a faster team than the Islanders, and they really wanted to play more of an open kind of a game. But Barry Trotz's team came out and dictated the tempo of this game for most of it, and if you were asked to describe the style of this game, both teams, really, played smart, positional hockey, and that's what the Islanders need to do to win hockey games. You can break it down any way you want, but at the end of the day... The Islanders are not going to win 6-4 very often. They are going to win 2-0 and 3-1 and 2-1. That's the way they play. And when you go on the road and the other team has the last change, uh, being able to dictate the pace and the tempo and the style of hockey in the game is a major victory in and of itself for a road team, and it sets your team up for success because the home team, the Rangers in this case, had to adjust to the style that the Islanders wanted them to play. And in the end, the Islanders were able to do just enough offensively to emerge with the 2-0 victory And you know what? Here is the result of this. And we talked about it a little bit on yesterday's show. After this win, guess who would have the fourth and final playoff spot in the East Division if the season ended today? Yeah, folks, it's the New York Islanders. And yeah, okay, you know, they've played 11 games, they have 12 points, they're one point ahead of Pittsburgh two points ahead of New Jersey, the Devils have two games in hand, Uh, two points ahead of Buffalo with one game in hand, uh, and two points ahead of the Rangers. So, no, this is not in the bag by any means, but even with the five-game winless streak, the two-game winning streak gets you right back into that fourth and final playoff spot, and that is a great sign for the New York Islanders. All right, we've got two more key things from last night's game to discuss, uh, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Let's talk about our friends at rockauto.com. Right now, with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counter person orders the parts on his or her computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, and they have everything that your are Car needs from engine control modules to brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and successes of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than a Game. This week, Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so a couple of uh, other things I really wanted to discuss. Let's start with the most obvious. Uh, Simeon Varlamov with a great game. We mentioned the 30 saves. And, you know, it's not just the 30 saves. It's sometimes when you make the saves and how you make the saves that sets the tone for your team. And yes, the Islanders played, for the most part, very solid defense in front of Varley for most of this game, and that's always an important factor. But make no mistake about it, uh, Varlamov came up with some very, very big saves in this game. And the biggest one, I think, comes in the third period. Artemi Panarin, always an Islander fan favorite because he turned down more money for the Islanders to sign with the Rangers. And he's really the Rangers' most dangerous offensive player. He comes in on a breakaway in the third period with the game still scoreless. And he is stoned on that breakaway by Simeon Varlamov. Had Uh, Panarin been able to score on that breakaway, the tone of the game and the feeling of this game changes, and the Rangers may very well end up winning it. Instead, uh, Varlamov makes the big save, and again, the confidence just for this Islanders team grows, because one of the difficulties of playing a very tight defensive style of hockey there isn't a lot of room for error. If you know your team is only going to score two goals in a game, you know you can't let up more than one if you want to win, and that means when your goalie isn't playing particularly well and you know that there's a good chance that if you make a mistake, it ends up in the back of the net, that changes the way a team has to play. Well, tonight, Simeon Varlamov made it clear early with some very fast glove saves and some very sharp angles and good reflexes on a couple of rebounds that he had control of this hockey game, that if the Islanders made a mistake, there was a darn good chance that Varlamov was going to be able to bail them out. And now here we are, you know, 11 games into the season, Varlamov has essentially made eight starts. He now is 5-2-1. and one. Three of his eight starts, he has a shutout. You, you know, prorate that over the course of an 82-game season. Those are off-the-charts unbelievable numbers. Not that he's going to be able to keep up this pace necessarily. But let's face it, the Islanders have five wins in 11 games, and Simeon Varlamov has all five of them, and again, here is an Islander team that continues to struggle to put the puck in the net, and they need their goaltender to be excellent game in and game out, and Varley was exactly that. The third big thing in this game that definitely needed to be discussed is the fourth line, or the energy line, or the identity line, however you want to describe it. And in this game, it was that line that ended up, A, setting the tone, and then B, scoring both goals. Casey Zizekas, his second of the year, midway through the third period, Matt Martin and Adam Pellet got the assist, and then Matt Martin from Cal Clutterbuck, and boy did Clutterbuck make a beautiful pass to set up Matty Ice for that goal. And Suzekis's goal, you know, it wasn't uh it wasn't this end-to-end rush, it wasn't a highlight reel kind of a goal, but it was exactly what the fourth line is meant to do. Suzekis was in front of the net, got a rebound, more or less of a shot, was able to backhand it on a good angle past the goaltender, uh, Shusterkin, and gets the goal, that kind of play from the fourth line is pivotal for the New York Islanders. And no, they're not going to score two goals every night, that's not what this line is meant to do, but at the end of the day, the fourth line did indeed help set the tone and the tempo of this hockey game and in this game in particular they came in and did the job and now you know we talked about how the fourth line up until during that five game losing streak the 03 and 2 streak we talked about how the fourth line wasn't producing anything offensively well they get a goal in the win over the weekend against the Pittsburgh Penguins a, a very important goal and then they get two goals Last night against the Rangers, that is just a very good sign overall for this fourth line. The Islanders need the fourth line to do their job and set the tempo and make things happen, even if it's not scoring goals. The goals are more or less a bonus. That's that's gravy. And they got both the tempo and the goals in this particular game from that fourth line. So, a very encouraging sign for the Islanders. Uh, If if you were to look at the formula the Islanders need to to do to win the game, excellent goaltending, strong play in all three zones, and the fourth line setting the tone, you know, you check off those three boxes in, you know, most games, the Islanders are going to win... 75% of those games, if you get strong goaltending, good team defense, and a strong effort from the fourth line, even if they don't score, that's Islanders hockey. And yeah, there are still some things this team could do better, but a lot to be happy about in this hockey game. And anytime you beat the Rangers, it's all that much sweeter. We've got more to come still on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll talk about our Islanders birthday of the day and uh, another streak that was kept going last night, and we'll start to look ahead to the next game Thursday against the Pittsburgh Penguins. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, let's talk about our friends at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing, and Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time, updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to their website at betonline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Islander fans, get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues breaking down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast wherever you get podcasts. Okay, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. We are a day late on this one, but happy 37th birthday to former Islanders winger Sean Bergenheim. Bergie drafted by the Islanders' 22nd overall in the first round. Of the 2002 uh, NHL entry draft, the native of Helsinki, Finland, came over to Bridgeport during the 2003-2004 season and uh, also played 18 games with the Islanders that year, Uh, made the Islanders and stayed with the team through the end of the 2009-2010 season and uh, played in Sweden up until 2017-2018, 506 career NHL games for Bergenheim, 96 goals, 180 points, add 26 playoff games, 12 goals in the playoffs including 9 in a 16 game uh in 16 games for the 2010-2011 Tampa Bay Lightning, and Bergenheim, good on the penalty kill, quick on his skates, can put the puck in the net. And uh, just, you know, overall a nice guy to speak to also after the game as far as interviews go. But uh, Bergenheim, we're going to look back at his best offensive game as an Islander. March 7th, 2009 at the Nassau Coliseum. Islanders going up against the New Jersey Devils. Martin Brodeur, the netminder for the Devils, against Joey McDonald for the Islanders, and In the first period, the Islanders jumped out to a 3-0 lead. Goals by Radek Martinek, Kyle Oposo, and Jeff Tambolini. The Oposo goal was on the power play, and it's 3-0 Islanders after one period. The Devils, however, jumping back into the game. Brian Gianta got his 15th just 29 seconds into the second period, and it's 3-1, but Sean Bergenheim answers, he gets his 12th from Mike Ilgolden and Jack Hillen, and it was 4-1 Islanders, but uh, Jamie Langenbrunner answers, making it 4-2 in the second period, but the Islanders answer back. A power play goal by Blake Como uh, adds to the Islanders' lead, 5-2, and then late in the period, Berge again is 13th, and it's 6-2 Islanders. After two periods, Patrick Elias makes it closer, makes it a 6-3 to game with a goal at the 6.48 mark of the third period, and then in the final second of the game, the Islanders are shorthanded, so the Devils pull their goalie, and Bergenheim completes the hat trick, his 14th goal of the year, third goal of the game, Jack Hillen with the only assist, Islanders win the game 7-3, and for Sean Bergenheim, three goals on a team high, six shots on goal. Joey McDonald made 35 saves and out Martin Brodeur in this game. Brodeur gave up the first six goals, came out, and Kevin Weeks finished up for New Jersey. Uh, overall, Josh Bailey, Jack Hillen, and Mike Ilgulden each with two assists in this game. Jeff Tambellini, uh, a goal and an assist for the Islanders as they skate away with a 7 3 win. So, once again, a very happy birthday for Sean Bergenheim. He turned 37 on Monday, and uh, we wish him all the best. Uh, Berge was a very good New York Islanders player during his tenure here. One other. Thing I wanted to mention about last night's game, Matthew Barzal getting the assist on the Matt Martin goal, uh, that the second goal that the Islanders scored, and what is the result of that? In 11 games, Barzal now has 12 points for the New York Islanders, and again, the Islanders goal scoring, they now have... 25 goals on the season, and Matthew Barzal has points in 12 of those 25 games. It's also the sixth straight game, if I'm not mistaken, that Barzy has at least one point, and again, when your best player is producing like that, that usually means very good things for your hockey team. So, Barzy uh, getting an assist, even though, you know, it was in the middle of a line change and the Islanders were juggling their lines a little bit. And again, Matthew Barzal keeping his streak alive and playing well once again for the New York Islanders. So uh, the only thing that really surprised me was the faceoff circle, which the Islanders have been good at all season long. They only won 38.6% of the face-offs uh, in this game, the Rangers dominating in the face-off circle. Jean-Gabriel Pajot was 6 out of 12, Casey Zizekas just 5 out of 11, and then after that, you know, uh, Brock Nelson, 2 out of 7, Matt Barzal, 2 out of 6, So uh, and Josh Bailey, 0 for 4 in the circle, so not a great night on the draws for the Islanders, And that's unusual, but they overcome it with their sound defensive play and their overall great goaltending and strong team effort. So, congratulations, Islanders now two in a row, and as we look ahead at the schedule, their next game coming up will be Thursday night when the Islanders continue their homestand by hosting the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. Maybe some more uh, iffy weather today, but keep it safe, be well, and of course, let's go Islanders.